0: Hello, dear listener. Thank you for downloading, listening to, and streaming the Spooky Doings podcast. My name is Rick Guzman. I'm an improv comedian from New York. Still can't improvise as the coronavirus is still a thing. And uh, I'll be honest with you, as much as I would love to see all of our cast and audience uh, to perform in front of them, being in a tiny unventilated basement in midtown Manhattan Probably is not the best idea in 2021 so far. But you know, in, in an era of bad ideas, that ain't too bad in the grand scheme of things. But we've got some treats for those that are like some made-up funny on this episode. Joining me, as usual, is the wonderful lady behind the beeps, the boops, the buttons. She is uh, the matriarch of button mashing. She's Chelsea Bennington. How are you, Chelsea?
1: I am good. I'm on my either third or fourth cup of coffee. I'm not sure now.
0: but On a Sunday.
1: On a Sunday. Well, I actually think I drink more coffee on the weekends than I do during the week. Because I consider coffee, I want to sit and relax and drink it. It gets cold when I'm busy typing and working. I, I, it makes sense.
0: Uh, and perhaps there's more life that you actually want to pay attention to. That's true. Uh, that's outside very true. of working hours. And I accept that. I think a, a, a fair degree of haze during the workday allows you to decompress a little easier. He says, yeah. having not worked in over a year. But that's okay.
1: <laughs> you're, still, you're still in my... Wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you watched your thousandth film?
0: Yes, I did. As of this recording, my thousandth film was last night. I texted you... Uh, while we paused it to get more beverages, oh, it so Psycho
1: Goreman! Oh. Psycho,
0: <laughs> fucking <laughs> Goreman! I uh, am going. I don't want to. I don't usually try to talk about uh, attempts to get future guests on episodes ahead of time, just in case I never get a response. But I have to try to work to get people uh, involved in this film on this podcast. That movie was fantastic. It was, it's going to be on Shutter soon, probably around the time this episode comes out. Uh, a sassy like nine or 10 year old girl and her older brother who she abuses routinely um, unearth a buried alien and she holds mm. the gem that allows her to have dominion over this murderous entity from space. And it is so many different kinds of wonderful. Um, a lot of people will argue that Citizen Kane is the best movie ever made, or maybe The Godfather. Uh, I would say they both pale in comparison to Psycho Fucking Goreman. Uh, I ordered the soundtrack this morning. I will be buying hey. the DVD at my earliest convenience. And uh, yeah, so fingers crossed, maybe we can get somebody uh, on this film. This is not a paid advertisement for Psycho Goreman i just love it that much
1: i think you picked the perfect uh, thousandth film then
0: me too and i'm glad hoopla had it uh ahead of time so that i could watch it nice but we are joined today to talk about another film with actor comedian soul brother number 10 and dc comics super fan uh i like to refer to him as sexy mike stevens how are you mike
2: i'm so well uh it's it's so nice to be uh, uh, appreciated as a sexy person. Uh, I haven't seen another human being in a real long time. So uh, I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are some things that are undeniable. The sun rises in the east, it sets in the west. Uh, I have to pay taxes. And then I have to file them when they already know how much they took. And uh, and Mike Stevens is a sexy human being. These are inarguable truths that we hold to be self-evident.
2: This is, um, if if I could like somehow get this soundbite and after we do this recording and have it added to my dating profile, I would appreciate it very much. Because I think people need to take someone else's word for it and not mine.
0: Well, you know, th- this podcast will be available on iTunes, on Poppy, on Spotify. Chelsea can send you the, the hard recording, uh, completely unedited, to do with that Or I can just edit it. Just
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like know how my, these things work.
1: The ego is a little too much, so here, edit it yourself.
2: <laughs> Down to... <laughs> well, how have you
0: been holding up during this pandemic?
2: You know, I've been good. I've been doing a lot of writing and a lot of, like I started uh, like planning my time a lot better. Um, I've been planning my time to do nothing. I've been scheduling my time to do nothing, which has been great um, to just block out. It started off as like 10 minutes and uh, it's grown to like, hey, here's an hour, do nothing. Here's six hours do nothing and so i'll just sit down in like the park or in my room or somewhere and i'll do nothing and oh my god the best ideas happen in that space do you ever feel
1: yeah do you ever feel uh like you have to be doing something or does planning it out kind of give it you know like no this is part of my schedule this is is has that made a difference because that sounds very that sounds like something I need to
2: do. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, so I am a person who gets anxious, uh, doing wh- whenever I'm like, ah, I'm not doing something. <sighs> but like, if I write it in a in my calendar or my agenda, and there's a little box, and it's just like, hey, Michael, you scheduled time to do nothing, or you scheduled this whole day to do nothing, and you can't check the box off until you've done nothing. So. I like that. It's, it rules. It's very helpful <laughs> um, for my sanity.
1: <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I get very anxious when, you know, I'm just sitting doing nothing, but then it doesn't, it turns into doing something because it's just me stressing about the things I need to do. Yeah. So it sounds like if I just make it an actual item to check yep. off, that would make a difference. Ah, I can't wait to do nothing.
2: It's, so it's great. Um, especially with like plans and stuff like that, because there have been people who've like wanted to like hang out as the pandemic has gotten better. And I haven't really hung out with people. So like, I don't know how to interact with folks. And so the idea of hanging out with a person in person or like a person that I'm like, especially a person like, well, I- I met a lot of internet friends you know, during this time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, ah, oh, we should hang out in real life. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. Oh, god. Oh, I'm anxious. I haven't done this in a year. And it's just like, oh, wait. my I scheduled time to do nothing on this day. Perfect. I have a conflict. you uh, <laughs> like, oh, sorry. busy. Sorry. I, I would totally do this, but uh, I have plans. Can't that's, cancel that, it.
0: That's better than what I was talking about yesterday that uh, as things return to normal and as uh, things get safer, there are still going to be incidents where I'm just going to be invited to something. I like, no, I can't make it. My Rona's acting up. I I got those crusty Rona lungs. I can't. Wait, who else is going to be there? No, no. My sister's going to be there. I can't be there. No.
2: Wait, what what about the vaccine? What about about the... Yeah, I got the vaccine,
0: but (coughs) don't you hear me
2: coughing? Uh (laughs)
0: Oh.
2: Okay. Well, I guess we can't complain about it since that's the future we live in now. Whenever yeah. someone's sick, they're sick. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. But but speaking of doing nothing, we
0: did the opposite of that because we're going to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. And, uh, oh boy! It, it it happened. It happened. And I'm a lifelong comic book fan. I know. I know Mike is very much a DC fan. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, just got, uh, she's dipped her toe in the nerd-like things of, of comic books, so let, let's, let's talk about the Justice League. Uh, Chelsea, how, how familiar with you, these characters were you prior to uh, this film?
1: Um, I like to think I know Batman better than anyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, and by that i just mean i know him the best
0: right i know his
1: heart and soul i understand the (laughs) darkness there i also understand the conflict of not wanting to murder people but also kind of wanting to murder people Mm. and i understand ben affleck very good that's it
2: (laughs) i'm not familiar
1: (laughs) with anyone else i'm only familiar with batman and that's because whenever i see him on screen i'm just i I get it in a way get it yeah Yeah.
0: there's a kismet relationship there that i admit i don't have one that close. you wouldn't
1: nobody else
0: does i've known him longer but clearly that connection that doesn't matter No, it it reminds me of Affleck in Chasing Amy where he puts the fingers together. It's like the two of you have shared a moment.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. He's just
2: Batman. Okay, cool, cool. He's just Batman. I mean, not even, oh God, oh man. (laughs) I want to say he was Daredevil too. He was Daredevil too. I don't know
1: what, are you you ill?
2: Like is something
1: wrong? Did you forget who's Daredevil? It's not Batman.
2: Oh man. You know what another time another time okay. <laughs> another time
0: okay so 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 we got zack snyder's direction this movie starts out with his usual kind of brown haze because you know i understand wanting to make these characters darker but do you have to make it look much darker but we're getting in to these characters and i gotta say you know there, there, there's a good introduction i like seeing cyborg there with Miles Dyson from Terminator Two, yeah, like, like that—that's kind of typical for that dude. You know, a typecast cast actor is a working actor. Um, but it was their their tap dancing number, which I gotta ask: Do you think that was a shot at Marvel and Disney, or was it a homage to old Hollywood musicals?
2: I think it was a, a bit of both. Um, you know, for you know, Zack Snyder has gotten a lot of shit for making these movies darker and he just makes like he makes big fucking movies he makes a big fucking movie and i think that's what he attempted to do with uh with the the just this cut of the justice league um and i'm so glad we got this um as opposed to you know what we got in the original cut um no tap
0: dancing in that one
2: there was no tap dancing in that one and the tap dancing in this is just like oh okay this is kind of cool like this is a moment of levity because at, at this point in the movie when we're seeing when we're seeing the tap dancing you know um i believe it's like a superman rem- memorial service um and you know it, it's people trying to bring it's human beings trying to bring back hope the only way that they know how it's like they can't fly or shoot lasers out their eyes but you know, we can tap dance, we can, you know, do a little song. Um, and I think it was a really great way to get Amy Adams to do a little bit of her music, her, her singing and, you know, her musical uh, talent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I really thought that was an important scene. Um, and I'm glad we, I'm glad we got it in this cut.
0: And I, I, I did look up in the IMDB trivia, Gregory Hines choreographed
2: what? that entire number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. As As I, legend. yes they got wow
0: right yes yeah.
2: i guess this was in the works the movie was in the works for years so i mean like jerome robbins choreography in west side story it's something that never dies you know mm-hmm. you can kind of mm-hmm. dig that stuff back up when, when you've got uh,
0: the amount of money that they put back into the reshoots you can cross over into the afterworld and and get gregory hines involved
2: oh that rules that yeah. rules then um, yeah. Right, like, no, for... a lot of, yeah, a lot of rules to make this movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> more than we can imagine. Now, now, right then and there, now we get into uh Wonder Woman and the female perspective of this. What I did enjoy is that there wasn't like uh, a montage of putting on different outfits, she's just really you know getting kind of gritty playing with the tropes and work in construction, reminded me a little bit of Roddy Piper in They Live. Uh, So so Chelsea, what did did you think of uh, that that introduction to Wonder Woman in this film?
1: I just want to say before I get into that, I'm trying to get over the fact that Michael over here just tried to gaslight me about Ben Affleck saying that he was once Daredevil. I just don't understand why you would bring that up and he, try to make me look like a jackass in this podcast Chelsea
2: I, I am not trying to be an asshole I just remember 2003 my favorite movie was Daredevil and the guy, yeah. that, was wow. the guy that was Daredevil the guy that was Daredevil was a much younger Ben Affleck um, that's, them, that's the facts and that's not me trying to, to gaslight but you know what uh we can agree i am a good guy all Mm -hmm. right i'm a good nice nice boy um Mm -hmm. and i would never try to to gaslight uh, a woman on a on a podcast Mm -hmm. what
1: are you sure it wasn't casey like what drugs were you on in 2003 if this is your favorite movie All right.
2: So I don't appreciate being gaslit. Everyone (laughs) knows that 2003 was a really rough time for me. I was doing all kinds of stuff. I um, can tell. All kinds of stuff. Um, My comedy career was was really, you know, it was hard being a 12 year old stand up comic competing with the likes of uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. and 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 Louis CK mm-hmm. uh, me you know I heard
0: Carlos Mencia was very rude to you at the comedy store one
2: Very rude to me mm-hmm. the only person mm-hmm. that was nice to me was was Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. um you know I would never and and she's a woman Cause, I cause know It was Sarah
0: Silverman that got you uh sober from cocaine correct Yes yes,
2: yes. I was doing it every day just mm-hmm. just me and 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 Rick James at the time, you know, mm-hmm. just all and the other
0: junior high kids were doing lots of cocaine.
2: So oh hell yeah, and you know I was, it was rough, and the only thing that that brought me out was you know my dad. He's like, hey, you want to go to to Roosevelt Field see a movie? I was like hell yeah. Uh, we went to see Daredevil, and I was like, I gotta I gotta get off drugs, dad, and you know went to rehab, and you know totally turned my career around. Although I, I started going to high school and abandoned stand-up comedy after that, around that tard.
1: All right, well, I'm, I'm glad Casey Affleck did that for you. So but I'm gonna wasn't... continue talking. Okay. Um, okay, okay. And talk about this Wonder Woman scene. We can pick this back up later if you won't let it go, but I was asked about Wonder Woman and I'm gonna say my piece. All right. I thought Wonder Woman was fantastic in this movie. I don't understand why people say Gal Gadot is a bad actress. I think deciding to have, well, this may have been a writer's choice, but she did it with her usual flair. Yeah. Um, always asking questions, never actually asked a just full statement. Never, never cried, never laughed. Was only asking questions, and I like a curious Wonder Woman.
2: That is. Uh a really great assessment of the character in this in this movie. Um, I've never seen a Wonder Woman ask so many questions. So I thought it was kind of a, a, a really, really interesting take. Um, there were a couple of scenes where um, it does seem like the actor breaks the, the fourth wall, um, Like, uh, I think at some point, just like, am I still, am I Gaul or am I, or am I Wonder Woman in this scene? And, uh, you know, Zack Snyder's like, uh, you're, you're Wonder Woman in this scene. You're, you're not, you're not Gaul ever. Um, And I was like, why did they leave that in there? Why do they, why do they leave that in there? But I I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit of a testament to the character, a testament to the actor and a testament to the fact that this film is, is playing with you know multiverse concepts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought it was kind of cool that we got to see like real Gal Gadot, like just sort of like whoop! I'm like I'm doing like a, a I'm pulling like you're
0: removing the mask. I'm from removing the face.
2: mask for from my face physically. Mm-hmm. That's the physical action that I'm that I'm doing right now. Um, and but that's what Gal did, and mm-hmm. I, I thought that was cool.
1: I yeah, I thought it was. It, it's very interesting because you know women often feel like they need to they can't ask questions they really right. need to seem like they know what's going on mm-hmm. and that's always a problem in, you know in any work any industry it's you know if you're asking questions it's like you're too naive on the subject or anything like that when really it's okay to ask questions so like you know hashtag girl boss for her
0: Hashtag
2: girl boss big time.
0: If an Amazonian goddess can ask questions and eradicate her own ignorance, why the fuck can't we? But to get back to what you said about playing with multiverses, I did notice that with our opening scene from The Flash, which comes about 45 minutes into the movie. Um, Because I never felt comfortable with Ezra Miller after we need to talk about Kevin. And I Mm. felt less comfortable in this movie because his love scene with Iris focused way too much on feet for my liking. He also
1: killed another guinea pig in this. Like he yes. already did that and we need to talk about Kevin and I just don't
2: well, think that. that's that cuz he was him. running, you He know, was he was an accident this time. Yeah
0: yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. fair. But but still I'm not one to king shame, but I'm not in the I did like the rest of the explicit nature, but like 15 whole minutes of of foot stuff that that was a lot that was a lot so
2: this is actually um that i'm really glad you brought this up because uh this is a bit of a production note that people don't know but quentin tarantino was brought in for uh the introductory flash scene and that's a lot that's why yeah we introduced the flash with like a really kind of like it's like a slow motion kind of uh so the song that they're playing and you, it's got Tarantino written all over it. The song they're playing during the scene is Slow Hand by the Pointer Sisters. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, it's, all, it's all feet and it's like slow motion, you know, like, uh, I guess it's the speed force. Um, and you know, we're there for like 15 minutes, but then, you know, Iris breaks out and she's like, that's all you got? Um, because for her, I guess it was like a less, it was like a smaller period of time. Um, but I thought that was like a really fu- fun fun kind of like, oh, like kind of interesting. I was like, oh, we're gonna bring the flash in into this like kinky sex scene um with this song. And uh he's gonna prematurely ejaculate. I I thought that was so so interesting.
0: Classic flash.
2: Classic flash. This is what he's always doing.
0: <laughs> Just all the time like especially with getting rid of the comic book code, I heard it happens in the comics like constantly. You can't do that on the CW though. So it's, no, it's, that's a different kind of flash.
2: I mean, I just think it, it's a testament to like how Zack Snyder really understands these characters. If the flash was a real life person and he was still sexually active, he would be premature ejaculating all over the place because super speed powers. How could you match up your perspective of time with someone else's?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. but But a lot of jizz i mean honestly i felt i I thought it was a good uh moment of representation you know because like all of these superhero movies you know they're really trying to get women in there they're really trying to get uh you know people of color in there but like what about people who prematurely ejaculate all the time
0: where where's the where's their representation I, i i agree i'm not
2: gonna i'm not gonna say it's me but you know i some people feel really seen and validated by it
1: i didn't realize that you had that issue as well as memory loss since you still can't remember 2003's daredevil correctly Those are just two afflictions it's so sad
2: look i'm totally fine with prematurely ejaculating it's totally fine it's it's how i get through it's it's nothing to shame. It's nothing to shame. I'm excited. Um, one. Uh two. Uh I know what I saw. And what mm-hmm. I saw was Ben Affleck uh, uh, as as Daredevil. And if I'm wrong about that, then I'm wrong about a lot of things. And maybe I gotta pop off this this podcast and do a bunch of cocaine. Okay,
1: don't no, get excited. No, don't,
0: don't get excited. Don't relapse. Don't relapse. Don't relapse. It's okay. It's okay. All right. It's okay.
2: Okay.
0: All right. I'm Affleck, sorry. Affleck was Daredevil, but it's okay. <sighs> Man.
2: But what if he wasn't?
0: Yeah. What uh, if he wasn't? I, w- if- I wish that he wasn't. But that, what that's- if he was Casey Affleck, like let, Charles well, says? Well, let, let's get into let's get into the Batmans. Uh, the Batmans uh, represented greatly in this movie.
2: Hell yeah. And we're
0: gonna jump around in the timeline of this very long film. So coming in at about hour three. It's not really a Batman story if Wayne Manor stays upright and doesn't get destroyed. So it's kind of unusual that Darkseid decided to use Bebo as the creature that would destroy Wayne Manor, but everybody loves them some Bebo. I could have dealt with more Bebo. I mean, we only get one scene. That may be too little for some people, but it's better than no Bebo at all. So well, I know Chelsea is big on Bebo. So who do you... For how conflicted were you in that scene? Were you rooting for Bebo or were you rooting for the Batmans?
1: See, that's where I had to pause and take a moment because I wasn't expecting it to be such an emotional it been for fucking me. hours. Yeah. That too, like I also I needed another glass of wine, especially cuz I knew, you know, we were 3 hours in. I knew we still had like 3 hours more. And I saw that this emotional scene was about to happen, I was like I need to I need to find the peace within me. I need to pour another glass of some Sauvignon Blanc and like sit down and prepare. And it's because I'm so conflicted because like I said, nobody knows uh, Batman better than I do. And I understand his pain and his struggle, his, um, the things he loves, the things he doesn't love, his quirks, his annoyances, what are his pet peeves? That's something I think about all the time. And with Bebo, Bebo's just so cute, Bebo's Bebo hungry, like that's just so cute. Be-
0: Bebo hungry.
1: Yeah, and he's <laughs> also a Viking god, so mm-hmm. I mean,
0: hello. I personally have forsaken Jesus for mm-hmm. Bebo, he's now my messiah.
1: Well, Christmas is Bebo day.
0: So
2: yeah.
1: Bebo day. Bebo day. Um, so the carols knew... are so much
0: better.
2: Oh, for I sure. I knew
1: I was going to have to choose a side. And I wasn't expecting to have to do that. And I, it's just so hard to think about. Um, do you need a moment? No, I'll be okay. You're,
0: you're, you're clearly getting emotional. You look pretty
1: upset. Shut up, Mike. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 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 oh my God, no, cause I'm still so frustrated by you. I can't even look at you right now, um, I, but-
0: I'll, I'll look at Mike. <laughs> yeah, you Thank look you. at Mike.
1: Somebody. Um, somebody a handsome laugh. boy. <laughs> so I had a conversation with Batman while I had it on pause. Okay. Because I paused it on his face. So I was like, we're just going to talk. <laughs> and you're going to understand that we've had a wonderful time together. But Bebo hasn't been around as long. And maybe it's your time. Maybe it's your time to go. Maybe it's time yeah. for Wayne Manor to go. Because also... You're so rich and all you do for Gotham is really just fight some crime sometimes when you could you know be funding a fucking homeless shelter or something oh my God. like I just like as much as yeah no as much as I love him as much as I love him that has been one of his biggest faults is that he just doesn't realize where he could be putting his money instead of like oh I like this bat suit with nipples Ooh. so let me pay another uh, you know million dollars on that and I'm like wow hello look at the world around you so we had a talk and it was emotional and I was like it's you not me and um, then I pressed play and I was rooting for Bebo the entire the entire time with the, the little thought in the back of my mind like but wait I'm like no that's gone
2: Those I are- think I think that's like now look I know that we we now you know we, we kind of dislike each other but I, yeah. I think I think we can we can agree on on Batman and like the fact that he could spend his money a lot better on Gotham City um, I don't know I, I rewatched all the Batman movies uh, in preparation for this movie because you can't watch you like you can't watch the, you can't just watch this justice league movie you got to watch everything that happened before it and i watched all, all of the Bat- batmans all of the batmans and if just you look the at animated batmans animated batmans the and, short and, batmans from the 40s short batmans long batmans sixties um, batmans yeah sixties batmans my favorite batmans the lego batmans lego batmans michael Keaton's batmans uh, uh, For
0: me, Will Arnett is my motherfucking Batman. But that's my oh Batman. yeah,
2: Arnett Batman's all day. I, I, I can I, tell Chelsea's getting really offended. by this. who the I fuck
1: had, are y'all talking about?
2: There's a bunch of other the
0: Batmans. Batmans.
2: There's I not know. other Batmans, Chelsea. There's I not could. just one. And once oh you accept God. this, you will be you will be saved.
1: This is you, so ridiculous.
2: Uh, uh, but I, I I'm a want, host.
1: I could mute you, and I'm you, thinking about it.
2: You could, but you know <laughs> that, that that'll I'm, make a podcast suck. You, you you know that I'm right, you, and you don't like the truth. But there's many other Batman's. It's not just Batflex. It's not just Batflex. And I'm telling you this, Chelsea, because I care about you and I want you to live a better life. there's okay? gonna be up,
0: coming up a Cedric Diggory Batman's.
2: Cedric Diggory Batman's is coming up. He's coming there's, right up. Like
0: uh, previously on this podcast, we talked about. There's a whole lot of Draculas. There's a whole lot of Batman's too. There's a whole lot of
2: Batman's all over the place. And okay. you know what? Uh, they, they all have the same problem of being, you know, rich white billionaires in, uh, in predominantly minority. like Gotham is a pro- predominantly minority city, even though we don't see it. I That's just my headcanon. It's just like, there's mad black and Latino, like, like all the minorities live in fucking Gotham. And there's this one billionaire who's like, let me put on my tight suit and beat up people who are mentally unwell. And let me get on my nipples. Uh, it's time to go. Uh, and he's he's spending all this fucking money blowing up the city uh with his friends um and you know what it's just time that somebody sat him down a social worker or some shit was just like yo bruce what's really going on with you because you got exactly. a billion dollars you could get into politics you can invest you could pay your taxes uh you know like what's really going on Bruce Wayne, he's a fucking asshole. I'm glad he got I'm glad he got fucking got by Bebo. Um,
1: I, I agree. Hard agree. It's it's hard to think about that fate having to be like there was no other way because he was never gonna learn.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: we learned that the hard way that he was never gonna learn. And yeah, he had to go.
0: Praise Bebo. Praise, Praise Bebo. Bebo. So very odd to cut right after that to so finally seeing Aquaman for First time of the, you know, you know, okay, here we are over three hours into the movie, and yeah. now we're getting to this character. Um, I don't know if that was like a personal choice kind of thing, or if uh just what was his name? Aquaman is just like he wasn't ready, he was waiting for the wind to be right. But you know, yeah. I liked it again, throwing back to old Hollywood and those synchronized swimming films. Haven't had a lot of those in modern history. I don't think since Miss Piggy in the Muppet movie, but it was good to see that again. It's some levity over yeah. the wanton destruction and clearly heartbreak that Chelsea felt at the yeah. demise of Wayne Manor. It's like, let's lighten the mood.
2: Um, I, oh, and Jason Momoa is such a fucking hot guy. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I had to pause this movie uh, a couple of times. I had to Did co- someone
1: get excited?
2: <laughs> Look, I don't wanna, are, is that your way of asking me if I prematurely ejaculated? Because I have no shame about that. I absolutely prematurely ejaculated at least five times watching that scene. I don't know how I have that much in me and I don't know why it comes out that way. But yeah, um, I, I, I pa- yes, I paused the movie because I prematurely ejaculated.
1: Thank you for answering my question.
2: I, I answered that clearly, I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> Chelsea, what did you think about the, the synchronized swimming routine?
1: I I find the ocean boring, so I just wow. didn't really.
0: <laughs> wow. Didn't really care. Well, well, well uh, okay, I'm 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 sorry, I got to interrupt right then. This this is clearly the hubris that comes from humanity. It's like, okay, most of the ocean, most of the planet is water, but we're going to call it Earth. So now I know where Chelsea stands on this topic.
2: Have you even seen all of the ocean?
1: All of it? No. All Have the You oceans. seen all of the ocean?
2: I don't. No, so. but I'd she, like
0: to. She hasn't seen all of the Batman's. I don't think she's gonna work on all of them. <laughs>
1: this is ridiculous. Um, no, I just think the ocean. I mean, it's blue. I got it.
2: There's, there's more to it than that.
1: Yeah, shrimp. What else?
2: Yes, the and and shrimp. It's blue, and there's shrimp, and sometimes boats are in it. Um, and sometimes people live in the boats.
1: Oh my God, that's exciting.
2: That's at that's, least four things that <laughs> interesting things about least, the ocean. At
1: least four things. Uh, interesting is a fucking reach there, but.
2: Uh, do you have four interesting things about your own self?
1: Um. Yes, I do. One, my hair is purple.
2: Two, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. I-
1: My hair is purple. Okay. And three. Could have,
2: yeah. Two times. That's fine. Two facts.
1: I grew up in Alabama.
2: which Oh, wow. Take oh, it for what you f- will. Alabama is the Alabama of the South.
1: That is true. And four, I once swallowed a toothbrush.
2: Wow. That's Very actually purple. true. You per well that's what I, I believe they were all true yes. um, you were, wait were you were you lying? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a different game
1: I swallowed it and it was stuck halfway and I pulled it out and then I vomited blood all over my mother and the ah. doctor said that I was lucky I didn't rip any of my like throat or vocal cords or anything I was like four
2: Wow. Ah, four-year-olds are always putting things in places where they do not belong
0: Um, are you you sure this happened to you because something very similar uh happened when superman came back in hour five of this movie Uh, yeah it was a hairbrush though so i'm wondering have you had a psychotic break and do we need to take you you, to arkham asylum no i just felt
1: represented
0: uh, 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 so this actually uh, if i contact your mother because I can.
1: Yeah, and I have. she'll, she'll and she's believe listening. it. She was I threw up blood on her. She'll mm-hmm. she'll remember. She got mad. Mike,
0: Mike, you remember this scene in the film, but it was a hairbrush. So I'm 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 wondering, you know, where, where Chelsea's going with this. Is Chelsea bleeding the line between reality and cinema? Or is the multiverse converging upon us? Which you know, you know, happens later in this film.
2: I think I hadn't thought about our universe being part of the DC multiverse, but whenever I think back to the, those Flash premature ejaculation scenes, now it's all starting to make sense that mm. we're all uh, experiencing like that hairbrush scene. I was just like, "Why is Superman's hair purple? Why is Superman Why is Superman referencing you know a past in Alabama?" Like it's just like there's lots of really there's interesting stuff happening in this movie. Um, holy shit! Is this all not real? Is like, is this all not real? Like, is this a simulation? Is this just like, are we just in Zack Snyder's version of whatever this universe is?
1: That's so unbearable. If I'm in Zack Snyder's universe, is he God? Is, is that what's happening?
2: God, everything. No, Bebo so- is
0: God. That's true. I can, I cannot be swayed on this stuff.
2: What if, what if Bebo is Jesus and Zack Snyder is God and Bebo is Zack Snyder's son? or daughter um and holy shit that's fucking deep man i don't know this is the kind of thought that this movie provokes
0: this this is very very true it's very very true and you know so uh, as we get now to the to the interlude uh how, how how far into the movie what did we finally see the joker uh, so, this is
2: like six. Is this hour six?
0: This is hour six that we finally got to the Joker in there. And there's Jared Leto uh, looking very, it's somehow alabaster white skin, but very unwashed. Don't ask me how that works. Yeah. Uh, you know, in his paws in Arkham Asylum, which again brings me back to Chelsea. I'm wondering if there's, there's a psychotic break there. But, you know, he's there. He's doing his jokery thing, he's dancing around uh and and giving little nods to many jokers over the years uh but you know then breaking into singing walk the line i feel like okay now you're pushing things yeah
2: it's you're like you're trying things. you're trying too hard leto like uh, fucking relax man because
0: like i didn't he already get like a, a statue when it got me award didn't he already get one of those
2: he got one of those. He got right. he yeah, he got one of those. He should chill, but it, it's very clear what he's trying to do. Um God, trying to go through all of Joaquin Phoenix's roles like that. Disrespectful.
1: I thought it was really weird that he had to plug 30 seconds to Mars with a 30 seconds to Mars shirt. Like, we understand you're in a band. We get yeah. it. It's but like- <laughs> You have to pick a lane. You're either going to be an actor in this movie, or you're going to be the lead singer of this band that everyone stopped caring about in
2: 2005. Oh, and that is that is when we stopped caring about it too. I remember because because
0: that that's when Mike got off the cocaine. So that's when I was like, so no more cocaine, no more 30 seconds
2: to It's Like I gotta stop playing with you, Jared Leto, and he was like, all right, man, I'll see you. Maybe see you later. I was like, no, it was. God, Requiem for a Dream is why I got into this shit in the first place. Uh, That movie
1: convinced you to start taking drugs. It did not sway you away from them.
2: Look, man, I was 11 11 years old, and I watched this movie, and I was like, drugs are cool. And Jared Leto, when I met him, I was like, yo, man, are drugs as cool as they were in that movie? And he was like, hell yeah, baby, Um, because I was a little kid. And yeah, we just started, you know, doing the coke.
1: Did you watch the end of that movie or did you stop it like at a certain time?
2: I stopped it Midway. I think I got the all idea right. of it. Then... Yeah,
1: you got the idea. Yeah. It all ended really, it, it was it was a happy movie.
2: Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I got. It's like they did drugs, became happy. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I'm I've seen what I need to see. These people are not happy as a result. Exactly. Yeah, I, I know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On so some like, things, I- yes.
0: So then after that interlude, the remainder of the movie, which is another four hours, is just one gigantic fight scene against Darkseid. No more Bebo at this point, which no I thought Bebo. was a little odd. And I also thought it was kind of odd that, you know, you're calling from throughout the Warner Brothers canon. So some of the minions uh, fighting the Justice League They're clearly Munchkins from the Wizard
2: of Oz. Oh hell yeah, I love the Munchkins.
0: Mm -hmm. But no flying monkeys. I would think that the flying monkeys would be better because they got little fezzes. You can hide like weapons. Yeah. But you know the lollipop guilt. They fuck the flash up. Well, those lollipops became blades. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like the ninja type of blades. I don't know what they're called. Uh, they're, they're 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 the toughest ones of the munchkins.
2: I mean, it was it was really cool to see how Darkseid was in league with the Wicked Witch of the West. I think that's a that's like a pepper that's like a crossover I had never expected to see. Um, she, she wow, she really like kicked the shit out of the Flash. There's so much bad stuff happening to the Flash in this movie. They really like beat the shit out of him. Even Cyborg was like, "Damn, dude, <laughs> that sucks," you know, like.
0: He he turned very much into Chris Tucker, just standing over like you got knocked the fuck out.
2: Well, yeah, that's actually because uh, so because they're expanding the multiverse. They actually did for that one scene cast uh, Chris Tucker as one of the cyborg variants in the mm. in the multiverse. So you know, like I know I know there's plans to do maybe like a rush hour Justice League DC Universe crossover. Where we do see Chris Tucker as the as uh as cyborg and uh uh Jackie Chan as the flash. So um very excited to see where wherever that goes. Warner Brothers just wants money and that
0: could that, that could be considered brave and bold.
2: Uh brave and bold. I, oh god. I would ugh, I would die. Calm Can't down. wait. Can't wait. Don't get excited. Ah, uh, no, it yeah, happened already. But
0: yeah, also into you know the the, the Warner Brothers tie-in of things, Clint Eastwood playing Dark Side. That was that was not in the original version that came out. I think this might have been part right. of the, the vast reshoots. Uh, I mean, I was a Clint Eastwood fan until I found out about his like dopey conservatism. But it's nice to see he still got the acting chops.
2: Oh, he's, he's got the chops for sure. Um, what I love about what they did with, like, just rendering him, so many characters now, you know, you, you got Thanos in, in the Avengers, you know, CGI, no CGI on Clint Eastwood's face. Not a one. I, I was like, that dude's face looks like concrete, just straight up rocks. How did mm-hmm. they do that? And it's just like, nah, that's just his real Is skin. It,
0: they just put him in a blue mini skirt and, like, a hat and, like, go out. He did get to wear the poncho. Uh, from the spaghetti westerns which i thought was cool it, it went with the. some people might say it clashed with the miniskirt but i liked it
2: i liked with the miniskirt and like honestly we don't talk about this enough for dark side but like i don't know like it's just kind of cool to see like a super villain who's like traditionally interpreted as like a, like a male like a male super villain just kind of like wear like just Quote, unquote, cross-dress. I don't even know what the term, I don't even know what that even means anymore since clothes have no gender. But like, I don't know. It's cool to see like a big, bad, tough b- villain uh, in a, in a mini skirt. Just be like, hey, punk, I'm gonna fuck your day up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we finally, after all these years, got to see Clint Eastwood be his true self. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, you know, and it's so refreshing to see because I could see even though his face is stone, it was softened at the same time because he just it's felt really soft, stone. This is him, soft stone, Play-Doh, Sculpey, um, maybe. But yeah, yeah I, I was just like, you know what? I used to not like you, Clint Eastwood. I still might not, but I understand you. Kind of. He's
2: he's got good legs too. Yeah, that is very true. He he could wear short shorts. Yeah,
0: stylish, great legs.
2: I'm not gonna mess with Dirty Harry. If no, no way. Not with those legs. Not with those gams.
0: Mm -mm. Go, Grand Torino on a dance floor. And when you end, when you get a laugh that good, that's where you call the scene right there. <laughs> so, for our listeners, in case you haven't figured it out, none of that happened in Justice League, and we just <laughs> improvised the review. Oh man! Oh, but that was a lot of fun to do. I think oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> so, so as 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 the one of us that actually watched the Zack Snyder Justice League,
2: how close were we? Um. So I would say pretty a lot of stuff happens. It's jam-packed. Um it's 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 pretty close. Um there's less cameos, um, and there's mm. definitely less fun. Um <laughs> uh I liked it, but I like a lot of it, like I like boring sh- like the, the part of me that would watch like Werner Herzog. Movies and shit is the part of me that enjoyed Justice Mm. League. Like, oh God, if Werner Herzog did, like, this is my Justice League. If there was
0: someone who could narrate my entire existence, I would choose the Werner Herzog because you can practically see the punctuation marks dancing through the
2: air when he speaks English better than people for whom English is their first language. God, if- Thank you, thank you. That's a a real good Werner Herzog, and I kinda, I think we might need like a, like a, a Herzog cut of the Snyder cut. Oh, cool. Because- I would watch the fuck
0: out of the Justice League, the Werner Herzog cut.
2: The gods struggle with the unbearable might of the power they do not know what to do each of them like a modern day hamlet like oh god fuck that's the only like that would have tipped the movie over the edge so so
0: so that would be better than hbo max saying that that 73 hour movie you can also watch it in black and white
2: yeah honestly like it's so it's so fucking wild that they made this movie because nerds were mad. Mm. And it's just like, we know we no longer live in the world where like you make a bad movie and the movie is bad. And you move on. Make another movie. No. The nerd said, go back in time. Make this again. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but we'll have to spend 70 million dollars. We don't care.
1: And that's my problem.
2: <laughs> it's like, but the cut is Four hours long. We there's no way we could have released this. Make it anyway. Like and it's just like, you know what? Fair. Marvel is already kind of doing like I don't know, Falcon Winter Soldier, Wanda Division. They're all very long movies that are broken up to be TV shows, but it's like, nah, y'all gave us a movie and forced us to take breaks. Uh like that's that's the world we live in now. Um, but yeah, the this this our Justice League, I'd say like fifty percent, fifty percent, like in line with with everything that's in Zack Snyder's.
1: Did you watch the <laughs> black and white as well?
2: No.
0: Just <laughs> <laughs> it, It's it's the like, toxic fandom mostly. Yeah. That that makes me want to not watch it. Also, I didn't like any of his previous films of of the dc universe yeah uh, that's why i like shazam and wonder woman 84 more because they don't have Zack snyder stank on them yeah but i am a comic book fan right. so if someone who knows me and knows my opinion uh they could talk me into it but you know before before i i give you that opportunity Mike, if toxic yeah. fandom could make the snyder cut happen i believe hbl max should uh make tales from the crypt available for streaming if i just asked nicely so please it, you <laughs> know, i mean it was your first fucking show it predates the sopranos yeah. uh, and and Death comedy jam and and not all but you know many of the george carlin specials you could put tales from the crypt on and i can see a young Brad Pitt. Uh, do something with a race car if I remember correctly. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I wonder if there's a rights issue.
0: Probably. They, haven't. Yeah. they probably didn't own it outright. Yeah.
2: I think you gotta I I it sucks that we live in this world but I think being mean is the way to do it.
1: Yeah. Being mean
2: and, and bullying Uh. If if, if, if <laughs> What one thing we've learned is it works, uh, yeah. oh. and, and that sucks. It's god, I mean, I'm gonna demand a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Do they own The Wizard of Oz? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna demand a sequel. I there want, was one, it was called Return to Oz. It didn't no, work. I want a sequel with Judy Garland. <laughs> I don't care what they have to do to make it happen.
0: If they, yeah, they can, come on. They can they can make a couple calls to Gregory Hines. I'll be honest when I when I improvised that line, I didn't know he was dead.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I that's t- why I
0: was <laughs> like, oh, right. he's dead. Nah, there's,
2: there's mad people. I don't I don't know or I forget are dead. It's
0: yeah, there are like with Bernie Madoff dying recently. I was like, I was pretty sure he was already dead. Wait, he died recently. He's died? Oh wow. Yeah.
1: I thought he's been.
0: Yeah, that's what, what I saw too. I thought he was already dead.
1: I hope people say that about me when
0: I die. Uh, They thought you were already dead?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know who I just remembered was dead? Um, uh, Strom Thurmond. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's someone I was thinking about and I was like, "Ah, I made a reference to Strom Thurmond. And someone was like, he's dead. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And then they're like, yeah, he's been dead for a very long time. And my brain had just totally lapsed into being like a young, like 10 years old again, like every once in a while, my brain just like fucks with time. And, you know, I'm working on the old, uh, I I guess uh, iOS of my brain. And I was like, oh yeah, Strom Thurmond. And my friend was just like, yeah, Strom Thurmond is dead. I Googled it and I was like, oh yeah, he died in 2003 has been dead for a long time and it's just his legacy his horrifying legacy that is still alive so it's
1: funny you mentioned 2003 it's a time where you forgot something else and you also forgot this person died so hey
2: are we still are we still that wasn't improv improv.
1: that wasn't improv that was was mike being wrong (laughs) right (laughs)
0: Settle down there, Lobo. I'll carry, I'll carry
1: this to my grave. I'm very good at holding grudges.
2: Good, but how can you hold a
0: grudge against Michael Stevens? He's a wonderful
1: human being. He's got to have one flaw somewhere, and
0: I—everybody's got, got at least one. I've got many flaws.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, I found the one that matters—the one that is really just grinds my gears.
2: Is it? The, it's the—it's the, it's the Ben Affleck. We're—we're we're still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. still, an still an issue. T- I wanted to ensure that that was still an issue um like a real issue or a kayfabe issue a real i don't
0: issue. think she knows what kayfabe is i don't oh,
2: know what the hell okay. you just said okay uh, <laughs> never mind that. <then>. never mind <laughs> I'm gonna
1: look that up what did you just say to me
0: it, it's wrestler talk it's it's not something. it's when 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 they're in character you have to kayfabe something okay
2: it's my favorite word. Now um, like, Chelsea's ha- having a hard time spelling K- I
0: was f- having droit- <laughs> a really
1: hard time saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> it. It's
1: not spelling it right. All right. Genuine or convention. That's it. Okay. The fact or convention of performing staged or, oh my God, I can't say words. The fact or convention of presenting staged performances as genuine or authentic. That's what why did i just read
2: kayfabe <laughs> kayfabe is a profoundly interesting concept from wrestling that i have chosen in the pandemic to introduce into uh any podcast thing that i'm doing and also uh real every relationship that i have <laughs> um like i
1: guess this is a kayfabe thing yeah I mean,
2: I don't hate you. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I, just, uh, you see, I, I'm going to. I have a child's understanding of reality, so I'd be like, when this is done, I'll be like, this, Chelsea actually fucking hate me because I like the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie and reminded her that they exist. Um, I'll send you an email afterwards.
1: An issue. <laughs>
2: hey Chelsea. Um, look. I haven't seen you a lot since uh the pandemic, but I don't want you to hold any uh bad feelings. Uh so this is an email apologizing <laughs> for reminding <Dear> you.
1: <laughs> I learned a new word today.
0: <laughs> Speaking of adding this into other podcasts that you've been on, do you have any other plugs that you want to share with our spooky doings listeners, Mike?
2: Uh, so, uh, these, they're they, they are not out yet, but I have started a podcast with a co-host called Everyone is Hot. Um, it is a podcast about actors um, that uh, me and my co-host, Shelly Brooks, I uh, think are hot. But these are the kinds of actors that don't traditionally get the... Uh, this we're not talking about Scarlett Johansson. We're not talking about Denzel. Like the people that are already beloved. Um, it's kind of like the Harry Dean Stanton's of the world, the the Cameron Mannheims of the world. I don't know if y'all watched The Practice, but oof, look up Cameron ha- Manheim right now. Or, or I watched. You can. No,
1: I watched. The, my mom, I think, watched it, and I know exactly who you're talking about.
2: Oh God, I so love sexy Man- character actors yeah for the most part they they use like zoe bell is one of the people Ugh. um and it's just like oh how how like stunt woman oh my god punch me in the face please um i,
0: I would love to listen to the podcast and if i come up with a character actor that I, I find very sexy i would like to be a guest on this podcast did hell they say they're yeah. taking guests
2: hell fucking yeah they we didn't will-
0: I, I i just uh pre- i just offered my services
2: Hell yeah. Whether, whether oh, right. It's like, look, I don't know if you guys thought about taking guests, but I'm going to be on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, would love to have you on. Um, like, oh, God, I've never done a podcast before. So, like, I don't really know how to do it. Um, but, like, I don't know. My thing is, like, I just kind of want to hear other people's thoughts. And my brain is like, who would I ask for guests? And I'm just like, oh, well. Other people who have podcasts <laughs> who would be great because <laughs> if you're on, your people will listen. <laughs> you're not wrong. That's that's the way that that's the way that works. This is a crossover, baby. Synergy, DC yeah. universe, fucking stuff, man. <laughs> Any social media? Do you media think it'll you come out? To... Pardon?
1: I was asking, when do you think it'll come out? Like, do you have an estimate? Oh boy.
2: Uh, May or June um, but I'm I'm on social the social media as uh, saint underscore evens on all the platforms so Instagram is what I use because I don't use anything else um, but I'll be telling people to watch it on that um, in the meantime I'll probably just be you know complaining about the news <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice. Chelsea, where can do people find you if they want to find you?
1: Um, I primarily use Instagram and Twitter. If you just type in Chelsea Bennington, I'm, I'm there. There are not a lot of Chelsea Benningtons
0: on social media in this world. Mm-hmm. You can check out Spooky Doing's on Instagram uh, for all podcast news. Spooky Doing's Improv on Facebook. Uh, one of these days, we're going to do another improv show, and I'm going to reveal it here right now. Uh, somebody's back on Twitter. Um, if you go to at Rick Guzman718, I'll be posting podcast stuff on there and not getting into arguments with conservatives. Taking and... bets
1: on when you get banned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I learned my lesson. <laughs> do I still do it on Facebook? A little, which is why I'm okay, the I, pandemic. I uh, so that I can not be bored enough to just kind of uh, troll Tukey Laren and, and Raphael Cruz. You should go I got to free ben time. Anyway. No, I haven't. I haven't done that.
1: No, I'm saying you should. Okay, I will. Adding <laughs> to your people because... Hey Ben, Chelsea told me to come after you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway. You suck. No, I, I try to be a little more <laughs> articulate than that. More you suck, rea- sir. No, more reactionary. Like when someone shares a Breitbart article, I'm like, hey, citing a white supremacist source isn't a good look. Just saying. But hey, what do I know? Uh, but Mike, thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having on me. On the
0: show. Uh, I hope you had fun.
2: Oh, uh, I did. You know I did.
0: Right. We're We're going to do some more improvised movie reviews for other movies coming down the line uh when, when we when we see fit uh and i don't know you, you didn't talk me into watching justice league and i thank you for that
2: um nah i, I maybe don't think one I, day. I watched the movie three times already uh so i've watched it enough for the both of us
1: 12 hours, day? Twelve
2: hours. <laughs> i watched wow. it once by myself and then my nephew was over, and I was like, uh, "You want to watch uh, fucking Justice League? That's what kids like, right?" Um, and then uh, my mom's birthday um, was shortly after that, and she was watching it with my dad. So I'm like, "All right, I guess I'll sit here, have a beer, watch Justice League with my parents." So I, I I've watched it three times with like different generations of people. So that's
1: kind of interesting, though.
2: Yeah, they all liked it. <laughs> those weirdos <laughs>
1: they all liked it how old's your nephew <laughs> like
2: uh he's uh he he just turned 15 he turned 15 yesterday
1: oh okay that's a yeah, yeah. That makes it's like sense. it's
2: perfect for 15 year olds it's it's a fucking lincoln park song as a movie like oh, it rules
0: okay. oh, that's geez. a good analogy uh, i love that Yeah. another reason for me to not watch it anyway <laughs> no i love lincoln
2: park come on <laughs>
0: Uh, let me put it this way, Their first album came out right as I was leaving Tower Records and people would call in to ask for it and like a dummy I was spelling Lincoln at like Abraham <laughs> yep. so nothing
2: was coming out. <laughs>
1: Stop calling, we don't have it.
2: <laughs> Not the cool way. <laughs>
1: no, no, Not the link in.
0: I, was, I wasn't spelling it that way,
2: no. Yeah man.
0: I'm old, anyway. <laughs> Thank you again for being part of it. Thank you, Chelsea, for making this happen. Technologically speaking, because I can't. And to all our listeners, uh, please like, uh, subscribe, follow us, tell your friends, give us that five-star boop. That would help us out. If you even if you don't listen on iTunes, go on there and boop it, because then maybe they'll list, put us in new and noteworthy one boop day. It. Yeah. You know what? Just just boop. Takes three seconds to boop. Even yeah. less. We'd like that. But in the meantime and in between time, stay good, and stay healthy, stay spooky. We'll catch you later.